Hi, I'm so glad you could join me. Welcome to my podcast where I share my thoughts in randomness. With the busyness of life, it can be difficult to find time for good conversation. So, grab a cup of coffee, let's have a chat, and let's be friends. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for today's podcast. So I've been thinking and praying about what am I going to talk about this week because <laughs> I don't have any uh, necessarily specific things that my podcast is going to be about. And so, um, yeah, during praying about it, I decided to talk about trusting God. This is something that God has been working in my heart about and working with me about Um and there, the verses, which I'm sure a lot of you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Those verses have meant a lot to me in more recent years because um, as you get older and you, you start encountering things, especially if you're in church or some kind of ministry and you start working with people, you realize just how much you need to trust God, especially if you are not, uh, financially wealthy. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I just thought I'd talk about that a little bit because it's something that God is uh, teaching me in my life right now. And so maybe I will, I will share, well, maybe I'm going to share some Bible verses and some of my experiences, um, as of recently, and just kind of some things that God has been teaching me. Hopefully it'll be an encouragement to you. Um, I know that I don't remember when it was, but it wasn't too long. Sometime last year, for whatever reason, you know, sometimes we know Bible verses, but until we come to a point in our life where we um, can apply them to a specific situation, they don't really, I mean, they mean something to us, but it just like, whoa, that just became real to me. And that was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 um, for me. And they're just, they're such good verses. And we, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would agree they're good verses, but they have helped me a lot in life as of um, late. And it can be difficult to remember. Trusting God is not easy. <laughs> um, and some things maybe it is, and for some people it might be easier than others. Um, but I know at least for me, it is. it can be difficult in some areas or more than others. Uh, like one of the ways we trust God is finances, obviously. Um, finances for me... I don't work a job because I believe that is what God has me, I guess, not to do. I don't believe he wants me to work a job right now. And so, um, and so that can be difficult. And I do, I get opportunities to make money, which I am very grateful. God is so good and he provides ways for me to make money if I need it. Um, so anyway, but I, can very easily get stressed out about finances. Um, and that's something that God has worked on me about, um, is, and something Andrew, uh, tells me all the time. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> He's like, I know where the finances are and we just have to trust God. Like there's nothing we can do about it. 
And it's easier said than done because I like to make sure everything is all set up. We're prepared for anything. And so um, when finances are low, it's very easy for me to stress out. Like, how are we going to do this? And how are we going to do that? We have this coming up. And then I just have to, well, I don't necessarily remind myself, but God brings verses to mind. And he's just like, trust me, like I've got this covered. You don't have to worry about it. And I find when I pray and when I ask God for things, like, Lord, this is coming up. We have a need. Um, can you please provide for it? He always does because he says he will. Um, a couple verses that I, I thought about um, in relation to trusting God with finances, which I have my Bible with me, so I'm just going to turn to these as I, as I go. Philippians 4.19 uh, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Um, God owns the cattle on the thousand hill. On the thousand hill. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Anyway, but he, he owns everything. He owns everything that is because he created the world. And he owns the really any everything you know money i guess he didn't necessarily create money but he owns the places where gold comes from he owns the mines he owns you know he he owns everything anywhere we would get money from he owns it and he doesn't forget about us he notices all the sparrows that fall and that's Something that is also a good reminder for myself. I have to remember, like, when it feels like there's no other way, like, there's no other option. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so stressed out. I just, I can't handle this anymore. Like, I don't, I feel like I can't do anything. Um, he reminds me that even the smallest bird, the least pretty, I guess you could say, the least colorful, the least significant he cares about so much. And, you know, the Bible in the Gospels talks about how you know, if, a <laughs> if a sparrow falls and he notices that, how much more is he going to take care of us? Because he, he created us in his image. He loves us. Um, and Hebrews 13.5 was something else. It it also goes with, you know, I, I find when we don't trust God, we get discontent and we feel very alone because we're looking to people, we're looking to finances, we're looking to you know money, we're looking to anything else to fill that need or that void with, that only God can fill. And so um, Hebrews 13, 5 was one verse I thought of. And it says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he, he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And that kind of ties into the second thing that is more specific to um, recent days that God has been helping me with. Because um, at the end of the verse, we're supposed to be content with what we have because he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that kind of ties into... Friends, 
I like friends. I like having friends. I like when people want to be my friend. I like when people take the effort, take the time to reach out and to um, either establish a friendship or keep a friendship we already have. But I tend to get too dependent on that for my happiness. And then I feel very alone, which I still do sometimes because I do enjoy interacting with people. That's just God intended us to need the fellowship of fellow believers um, to encourage each other. Um, and so that that is a real thing, but at the same time, I cannot allow myself to trick myself into thinking that I have no friends because even if I don't have, or it seems I don't have any friends here on earth, Jesus will always be our friend. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He will always be there. And um, that can be a very difficult thing to remember sometimes, especially when you feel like nobody else cares. Um, there's a song that we sang in church on Sunday evening called, Does Jesus Care? And the verses go through, like, you know, does Jesus care when this happens to me? Like, uh, the death of a loved one. Or when I fail, does Jesus still care about me? When I do this, does Jesus care? Does Jesus care about anything? And the chorus says, um, oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are dreary, the long nights weary, I know my Savior cares. Um, and I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, that's, <laughs> it's awesome to know that the God of the universe cares about us. He cares about us when we hurt. And he cares about us when we feel like we have nobody else to turn to. Um, and that was just, I don't know. That was really encouraging to me on Sunday night. And not to say you won't struggle or I don't struggle with the thoughts of being alone and that nobody wants to be my friend. I do still struggle with that at times. But also I have to remind myself that, well, it's part of trusting God. If a person is meant to be in my life and to be a friend, that God will allow that to stay, allow that to happen. Um, of course, we can't just sit around and be like, all right, God, I'm waiting for friends. You want to bring them by my door? Because that's not how it works. But if we're investing in people and we're investing in the people that he wants us to, he will, um, he will make sure that that sticks if that's what he wants. And if not... Well, we have to trust God that he knows what's best and he knows who is best for us and best in our lives. And that's very difficult for me sometimes to realize that maybe if I feel like my effort in a friendship is not working, instead of getting down on myself about it and getting upset at the other person, like, hey, you know, I'm trying to invest in our friendship and it's not working and you're not responding very well. Maybe God just doesn't want that friendship to grow at that point. Maybe there's somebody else that needs me more or somebody else that I need more. Um, so that can be a very difficult thing to do, at least for me. 
Um, and so that's something that God is helping me with. Um, one verse that I really like, I will see. I right here, Proverbs 24, 16. It says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. This is a verse that I remind myself, I have to remind myself of often, because often I think it's just human nature. Well, first of all, we won't be perfect. We will fail. But also, we have to just get back up and keep going. Um, if God gives us something to do or, you know, like, okay, God, we're trusting you for this. And then in a moment of weakness, we start worrying about it and overthinking about it. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I feel like I'm disconnecting with this friend and we don't have enough money for this. And, you know, just start worrying about everything. And then we're like, oh, we did it again. We messed up. I, or at least I did it. I say this is in a plural, um, but anyway, I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to anybody listening. This is a big struggle of mine. But sometimes I know for me, uh, if I start doing that, they'll be like, oh, man, I messed up again. I'm supposed to trust God because he says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. That leaves no room for trusting in anything else. All thine heart and lean not on thine, unto thine own understanding. And that's a huge thing because... Even, especially with money, you you calculate things out and you're like, okay, well, if, you know, I make this much money and these are the things I need to pay for, oh man, I come up short, I don't know if I can do this or I would really like to do this and I think God wants me to do this, but I just don't have the money for it. You know, that's our own understanding talking like, oh, we did the math and it doesn't add up. But the thing is, God doesn't work on our timetable. He doesn't work on our ability he doesn't work on the same level that we do and so there are times that it doesn't make sense and we just have to be like all right god i don't know what you're doing here and sometimes i don't particularly like it but i know that you know what's best romans 8 28 says and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And so to trust God is very difficult at times, but we have to remember that he has our best interest at heart. And if we're willing to trust him and give him all of our plans and all of our feelings, which can get in the way of very many things, that and we don't lean on, under, on our own understanding. Wow, my tongue is tied today. Um, then it says in verse Proverbs 3, 6, in all thy ways acknowledge him. So are we praying about everything we do? Uh, like, okay, I want to take this job. Do we pray about it first? Is God the first person we go to? Um, in, in, you know, like, Lord, do you want me to have this job? It'll pay better. It'll make the money better. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's what God wants you to do. Um, I know for my husband, Andrew, and I that we often find ourselves in a position of having to trust God because it's like, oh, you know, it would be nice for him to be able to have a better paying job. And I would love to get a job, but I've prayed about it now on three separate occasions and I don't feel that God wants me to have a regular job. 
And I find with the times that I spend worrying about if we're going to be able to do something in particular because of finances, and I, and I forget to acknowledge God in it because it doesn't all that was acknowledge him. I forget to pray about it and ask God to provide. Then I've just wasted emotions. I have just stressed myself out for no reason because then the times that I remember, oh, I should ask God about this. Like, okay, Lord, do you want me to take advantage of this opportunity over here? Would you like me to do this? What would you like me to do? That he will... It says, in all the ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct that path. Um, if we're acknowledging him, we're asking him, Lord, what do you want me to do? Even if it may not seem like the best choice to us, or it might even be inconvenient. Um, God knows what's best. He knows what he wants you to do in your life. Excuse me. And um, when we acknowledge him, he will direct us. He will direct our paths. He knows. He knows what's ahead, and we do not, and that's why we have to trust him, and we have to walk by faith. Um, a couple other verses that I thought of in regards to friends um, is let's see here. Proverbs seventeen seventeen. It says, "A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity." And then Proverbs 18.24 says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Um, oops. <sighs> Moving my microphone again. It is one of those that has the arm that extends, um, extends, extend, attaches to the table and extends over. So I'm still working on learning how to not bump it while I'm recording. Um, Let's see. There's one more I wanted to read. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And one thing that I was thinking of in trying to, you know, it at least for me, I don't know, you know, a lot of people are different. They handle things differently. For me, when I feel like I'm losing control, it stresses me out and I try to gain control of my friendships. Like, oh man, maybe if I do this and I do this. And honestly, it just stresses me out. But when I trust God, when I leave it in his care and say, Lord, you know, I can't do everything. I'm not perfect. If you want these friendships to still be in my life, Lord, then you're going to have to help me to know which ones to invest in and which ones that... Um, you don't want me to invest in right now because it says a friend loveth at all times. And so if we're loving, like we're loving our friends, like we're supposed to, and then, um, iron sharpeneth iron. If we are, um, encouraging, if we are doing what we should as a friend, um, and then, um, man that has friends will show himself friendly for being friendly. So being friendly, we're loving our friends and you know, we're trying to encourage them, trying to help them to be more like Christ. Well, that's really all we can do. And it's up to them to accept or reject, which is a very hard thing if they should choose to reject. Um, yeah. So, and then a couple things too that I thought of is like, I know for me, before I was married, that was something I desired very much so. 
it was to be married. And I was one of those girls that was like, oh, what about this guy? And what about this guy? And oh, this guy's nice. Or I get along really well with this guy. What about this guy? And I'd always be asking myself, you know, like, oh, you know, what if this guy was the one, you know, God has for me? What if this guy is the one I'm going to marry? Um, and honestly, it's not a healthy habit to be in for a guy or a girl. God will show you when you, hold on, let me think. God will show you the person that he wants you to marry in his time. And I think that's the hard thing with trusting God is not only do we have to trust his judgment, trust that he knows what is best for us. We also have to trust his timing because even it's like, oh, but this is a good desire. And I know it according to the Bible, this is a good desire. Um, like whether, you know, it's to be married or to want to see somebody saved or for me and for, um, for ladies who are married, who do not have kids yet. Um, the desire to have children is a godly desire. It's something that's good. It's something in God's word, but we have to trust God's timing. He might choose to give us kids if that's his will, but it might not be when we think, or it might be sooner than we think. Cause I've heard of people who are like, Oh, I don't, I don't want this. Or, um, whether it be, you know, like, Oh, I want kids right now. And then they have kids right away. Or even some people that are very content with being single, like, eh, I don't really want to get married, you know, whatever. And then God brings someone along and they're like, well, I guess this is what God has for me. So I'm going to do it. And just trusting God's heart, trusting God's timing is, is very, um, important. Um, there's another verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 16, three, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. So, you know, just committing, well, this is something that God has been working on me about as well, because sometimes thoughts can run away with us, whether it be like negative thoughts and we're like overthinking something like, Oh, this person doesn't like me because of this, that, and the other. So therefore, you know, that's, that's not committing our, our works or sorry, our thoughts are not established. Or if it's dreaming our days away about the future, like, Oh, you know, I can't wait to be married or I can't wait for this. It, it's our thoughts are not established. They're, they're floating. They're kind of going away. And, um, usually if we're caught up in what we're thinking about, we don't get as much done. Um, especially we don't get as much done for the Lord and we don't pay attention to what he wants us to do, at least in my life. That's how it is for me. So that's been a verse that has been kind of convicting, <laughs> for me in my life lately is commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. Be busy, keep busy doing the things that God wants you to do. And you won't even have time to think the thing, think about things too much. You won't have time to waste on vain thoughts. God will establish your thoughts and you know, we just, we need to keep busy at least. And I hmm, keep saying that a lot, at least, at least for me, <laughs> Um, I know in my life that um, if I'm not busy, I have a lot of time to think. And that can be a very dangerous thing. Um, and then Psalms 37 is one of my very favorite passages. 
uh, when I was in teen class, um, Aunt Crystal gave us girls each a notebook, and she wrote three different passages on it. Um, and knowing that my one of my greatest desires was to be married, she wrote Psalm 37, 4 through 5. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Um, and I like some of the verses around it, too. So starting in verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord, and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. And that can go with, you know, finances. Meeting your everyday needs. It says, so trust in the Lord, and do good. So you do good. I mean, that's a pretty straightforward thing is you know if you see something good that needs to be done just do it um so shalt thou dwell in the land of verily thou shalt be fed god will take care of you if you're trusting him and you're doing what he wants you to do he'll take care of you delight thyself also in the lord and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart um make sure that focus is on god instead of delighting in your what ifs and i wishes delight in the Lord, and you'll be so focused on how good God is and what the, the you know the blessings He's bringing in your life that once He brings the desire of your heart, you're like, "All oh, right, I wanted that. <laughs> Thank you, Lord." And uh, but also don't forget Him either. It you know to learn how to delight in the Lord, and then once He brings your desire to pass, keep delighting in Him. Because otherwise, you will lose your focus, it'll be wrong, and then you will lose your satisfaction. Because honestly, it, like if you're a single person and your desire is to be married, and God brings you your spouse, and then you forget, well, you're never going to be fulfilled, you're, and you're always going to want to blame it on the other person. I know for me, I, it's very easy for me to trust in my husband trust in Andrew to fulfill what I think I need and I never am satisfied there's always you know the, when I get caught in that thinking there's always more he could be doing and the stuff he's doing he could be doing better or in a different way but that's not true because he cannot satisfy my most needful desires or my most needful needs I guess and only Christ can satisfy that even if he gives you the desires of your heart that doesn't mean okay well we don't need God anymore until there's something else I want no we should always delight ourselves in the Lord um and then commit thy way unto the Lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass like okay Lord this is what I believe you want me to do then do it and if you're just trusting him if it's something that he wants you to do He'll bring it to pass. He'll make sure it happens. Uh, then verse uh, 6 says, And he shall bring forth thy righteousness and as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Uh, verse 8 says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Um, it's just... It's just interesting because, you know, it's, I guess it could be a matter of pride too because he says that the Lord will bring forth thy righteousness as the new, or as the light and thy judgment as the new day. And of course, we, there's the verse that says, humble yourselves inside the Lord and he will 
you up in due time or exalt you in due time. Um, I don't think I quoted that quite right. But if we're just, if everything is, you know, if, if we're, if in all our ways we're acknowledging him, if we're committing our way, committing our works, committing our thoughts, you know, and delighting in the Lord, and we're just trusting him to take care of it all, he will. And our lives will be so much better. Like, it, he will bring out the good in us because he is the good in us if we're saved. And um, any good that we are is because of him. And so others will see it and be like, whoa, you know, they're, they're trusting God. Or And I think of, you know, it says he'll bring forth thy righteousness as the light. Like people will be like, whoa, those people are doing good. Those are, you know, they're righteous. They're doing what's right. Um, and thy judgment is a new day. Wow, they gave good advice. And then that gives us an opportunity, uh, uh-huh, opportunity to give it back to God. Excuse me. And we're like, well, you know, thank you, but it's, it's, the Lord. It's the Lord. He He helped me. He helped me to help you. But we have to, in order to do that, we have to trust in the Lord. We have to do good. We have to delight ourselves in the Lord and commit our way unto the Lord. And then he will bring that forth. Um, and verse 7 is so good because it's rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. That is not my strong suit. Um, right now, Andrew and I feel kind of like we're in a season of waiting, waiting to see what God wants us to do, where God wants us to go, or if he just wants us to stay put and be faithful, which is what, you know, you're supposed to do if you don't, if God doesn't give you something specific, just stay put where he has you and be faithful. But it can be hard to just rest in the Lord because I am the type of personality who just wants to go. I want to do the next thing. I'm excited. I, I just, yeah, that's just who I am. But it says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And it says, fret not of thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. You're looking at someone else going, oh, man, they're doing this. And they're, they're so successful. And I can't seem to get anywhere. It says, fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Don't worry about it. God knows. He just says to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And it says, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. You know, so we were worried about... At least, you know, like, it's so easy to worry about, like, oh, this person is having so much success, and this person over here, this person, you know, even, like, looking at, you know, people that are, that are sinners, that are wicked, that are bringing wicked things to pass, that, I'm like, it, it blows our minds sometimes, like, why is this even a thing? This is just common sense. But the Bible says to fret not thyself. Don't worry about it. God's got it under control. Then verse 8, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. And that, for me, is very convicting because I have a tendency when I'm upset about something or things, you know, things just make me mad and I just, I get angry and I'm just like, ah, like why? Why can't this person just? Or why can't, you know, it's, it's so easy, but he says to cease from anger. And forsake wrath. Wait, I think that's not. I don't know. I might have mixed those up. But <laughs> anyway, it's just, it can be difficult to trust the Lord. I know that. And it's so much easier said than done. And I'm still working on it. There's so many things that I'm still working on. 
And this is kind of a big one for me because it's just so much easier just to get angry and just to just to be upset. But we're supposed to just trust God for everything and in everything. And he's going to take care of us. And I think that, uh, like I said, it's easier said than done. But it's true. The times that I have said, okay, Lord, I'm just going to trust you with it. They turn out way better than I could have even expected. The timing is more perfect than I could have ever planned. And yeah, so yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts for today. I've been thinking about that for a while. And uh, yep, now, <laughs> now my brain is like, okay, we've talked this through. Uh, you're shutting down now. <laughs> I've also been babysitting this week, which is some long days. Mostly the early mornings that get me because I'm not a morning person. And so I'm quite tired. But anyway, if you have any thoughts or any questions, comments, suggestions, whatever, um, I have Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Let's be friends podcast 2023. And then I have an email address. If you don't have social media or if you just prefer email, that's fine too. Uh, let's be friends 2023 podcast at gmail.com. Oh, I think I missed the podcast on Instagram handle. Yeah. Let's be friends podcast 2023. Oh yeah, I did say it. That's okay. Anyway, the same, the Instagram handle is the email except just with at gmail.com. So yeah, I hope that I will hear from you. I will probably, um, at some point put up a question box or something because I think it would be fun to do an interactive uh, podcast or just like a Q&A podcast. It might not, I might not have um, enough questions to fill up a whole podcast, but I might just mix in some ramblings or whatever. So I might do that. But yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to talk, you need a friend. If you feel alone, if you set, you feel sad and you need a friend, um, let me know. I will be willing to talk with you, talk to you. And even if you're like, you know, if you start getting to know me and you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't click with her very well. Well, I might know somebody who you might click with. I'm like, here, be friends with this person. They need a friend too. So anyway, thank you for listening. And I hope that you will listen next week. Thank you so much for listening. Just remember that Proverbs 17.22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. So don't forget to laugh. You'll live longer. Talk to you later. Bye.